Hey y'all, welcome to Beautifully Healthy. I'm Dr. Allison Key, and of course, my beautiful friend Erica Smith is with us today. Hey y'all. The past couple of weeks have been so much fun. We've had some awesome guests. We've learned about some great resources in our community. Um, and we have another couple of great guests today with another wonderful resource in our community Absolutely. that I'm excited to talk about. So Allison Robinson is here along with Bethany Dahl and they are from the Carroll County Child Advocacy Center. Hey y'all. Hello. Thanks for coming on today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. I think any mom should be passionate about this subject, but I think it's something that is, you know, we are scared to talk about or we're in denial about, and um, that is where the Child Advocacy Center comes in. So tell us a little bit about the Child Advocacy Center, what you do, what it's about, how you got involved. Tell us everything. (laughs) Everything. So the Child Advocacy Center, we serve Carroll County, Harrelson County, and Heard County. And our job is to help children who have been sexually, physically, and emotionally abused or witness to domestic violence in those three counties through what we say is prevention, intervention, and collaboration. So our um, prevention efforts is educating the adults in child sexual abuse awareness and how to make sure your children are in situations that are safe and um, protecting and not only your children, but just all of the children that you come in contact with. Our intervention component is through working with our multidisciplinary team. So law enforcement, schools, DFACs, therapy, um, and that's kind of part of our collaboration point. But when a child has disclosed abuse, then law enforcement begins their investigation. And so they bring the children to a neutral, child-friendly place where we have trained forensic interviewers to talk to the children and to hear things that have happened to them whether it be from witnessing domestic violence to sexual abuse. Um, And then the collaboration piece is working with our multidisciplinary team to get the child and their family the help that they need to heal from the trauma so they can move on and um, have healthy, productive lives. And this is a more, probably a more common problem than most people would like to admit. Yeah. So I can, if you want me to, I can go ahead and just give you yeah. my, my, you know, what I do basically. Um, I'm Allison Robinson, like we were talking about, and I'm the prevention coordinator for the Child Advocacy Center. Um, what I do is basically is just solely the prevention side. I reach out to all adults in Carroll, Harrelson, and Heard County, whether it could be you know the school systems, daycares, businesses, churches, you know, you name it, and try to promote and you know encourage these adults to receive the stewards of children darkness to light training and the numbers like we were discussing a minute ago are astounding Um, just for instance um, 2019 alone we um, there were 247 forensic interviews conducted at the center and um, but I think wasn't it 2018 was 180 87 there's 187 forensic interviews and so the forensic interview happens when a child has disclosed abuse or an adult has seen marks on a child or has somehow interacted with a child that they suspect that there could be abuse so that's when they come to us so in 2018 yeah we had 184 and then in 2019 we had 247 already in 2020 we are sadly going to probably be more than 250 and that includes having a month and a half where there weren't really many kids coming in because as a world we were kind of shut down so which is scary too because 
you know, a lot of reporters are associated with school systems or doctor's offices or whatever. So mm-hmm. when all that's shut down and those kids are at home, oftentimes with their the perpetrator. Yes. Um, and and I, w- I want to say this, and maybe I'm the eternal optimist. Maybe it's not that there is more abuse from 2018 to 2019. Hopefully it's that there are more people aware of... Yeah. The, the situations and know what signs to look for and know, you know, as you bring awareness to something. Does, does that make sense what I'm saying? Select training is eye-opening. It, it is, is extremely. If you've not done it, you absolutely need to reach out and do because it. Because it's, 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 there's a, a guesstimated or an estimate that how many, every, how many children out of 10 will be sexually abused by their 18th birthday? One in 10. And so, and of those one in 10, like, 90% of those cases, they know. They know. It's the abuser it's is somebody know. the family knows, someone the family trusts, and that's the super scary it's part. It's terrifying. It is terrifying. And you know, there's, um, in the Darkness to Light training, there are the five basic steps that you learn, the, learn the facts, minimize the opportunity. Um, let's see, there's talk, the third step is talk about it. The fourth one is recognize the signs. The fifth one is react responsibly about it. But in my opinion, this is just my opinion, step two is probably the most important one, and that's minimize the opportunity. Yeah. If you do not let your child, you know, stay with... Just whoever, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, that you do not trust, you can prevent a lot of that from happening. So step two, in my opinion, is they're all important, but step two is... Pretty as much. a mama, and I know yeah. what you're trying to say. Like mm-hmm. when we did the darkness slot training as a as a group, so our office did the darkness slot training, and at that time there were probably 18 of us, yeah. and we've almost doubled that now. But I was just looking around that room, and almost everybody in that room was a mama. Mm-hmm. And I thought I started counting the number of kids mm-hmm. among us, and I think you know in our organization and in most organizations, whether it's a church or a group of friends or your business, you love each other and you love each mm-hmm. other's kids. And I was sitting there thinking about that statistic, and I, I mean, I just, you know, I couldn't help but cry because I thought I don't want this, I don't want any family here, I don't want any of these children represented here to ever have to go Mm-mm. through this. Exactly. It is extremely scary, and just from the parental aspect, it, it it's terrifying. I would agree with what you said earlier about, I think, a big jump in the number of cases that we saw from 2018 to 2019 is the awareness. So Carroll County in 2009, Emily Cole began teaching the Stewards of Children training here in our county. And her and Jill Hesterly really kind of made it their personal conviction and mission to make sure adults in our community were aware of it. And really the Child Advocacy Center was born out of that because people would ask them like, where do our kids go if something happens to them? And um, so many of the stakeholders and people in our community came together in (laughs) effort to, um, to respond. So as adults that we have a coordinated effort to respond to um, child sexual abuse, child physical abuse, and it really, it's, I think, proven that there are so many mandated reporters and there are so many people in our community who do care about the kids. Again, I am nervous that there's so many children that are not in front of mandated reporters right now. Yeah. So as a community and as the village of West Georgia, I think it's important to just be aware in our neighborhoods when there's other kids to watch for signs. Sadly, I think probably since COVID kind of happened, We've seen a lot more 
sibling groups. There's been a lot more rise of domestic violence and just we're all under a whole lot of stress that on top of just normal daily stressors. So um, it's, I think, just important to reach out to mamas and daddies that, you know, might be alone in this journey and that just need someone to listen to. So, you know, I think, like you said, a lot of times the children who are abused, it's by someone they know. And so you think, well, Uncle, you know, I'm suspicious. Something seems off here as a, as a, a bystander, mm-hmm. as an adult over here. You know, I don't think Uncle Johnny would ever do anything, but what should an adult do if they are suspicious or if something just doesn't settle right? I know you talk about, there's, there's some discussion about this in the darkness to light training, mm-hmm. um, how to report, what to report, when to report, that sort of thing. It's important, I mean, to be aware to, of this of the signs like if there's something in your gut that's off that gut feeling our guts are usually like a good indicator in the direction we need to go um making sure that the child is in a safe situation if you see something or you know something automatically we would encourage people to call the georgia reporting line which is one eight five five Georgia child so it's 4224453 and you can disclose what's happening and then it will get sent into the central Georgia intake system and then they will send out investigators and take it the next steps um, the big thing would just be making sure that the child's in a safe situation and then allowing investigators to take those next steps in investigating it. It's so important, like as a, as a mom, and after doing the darkness to light training, I feel like I was so much more aware of situations where my children might be alone with an adult or might be alone with an older child or might be alone with somebody they don't know as well and, and sort of making sure that that's not the case. And I know a lot of, of churches are doing the darkness to light training or like I go to a Methodist church, so the United Methodist Church has safe sanctuary policies. Mm-hmm. So. I think people are becoming more enlightened to this and aware of this. Um, and so the, the number one thing I think you do is, is, like you said, step number two. Minimize the opportunity. Minimizing the opportunity. Um, making sure that if your child is with an adult alone, and this is an example, my children take piano lessons. Mm-hmm. My son's, you know, a hellion. I'm just kidding. He's, <laughs> he's a sweet, precious angel. But he, you know, like all kids, they act worse when their mama's around. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I, I know the feeling. So <laughs> when he goes into piano lessons by himself, I stay outside. There's a glass door. I can walk in at any time. Mm-hmm. That it's interruptible, that it, you can see in there, whatever. It's not that they could never be in that situation, mm-hmm. but you want to minimize those opportunities. So calling that Georgia helpline if you're suspicious, if your gut's mm-hmm. telling you that something's off yes and minimizing opportunity i would recommend every adult do the darkness to light training and the one i guess positive thing that for the for the center that has come out of covid is now you can do this training online right definitely i I wanted to touch base with that a little bit so back in february bethany and i sat down and you know we were discussing um just numbers that we wanted to reach and accomplish for april because april was is and is national child abuse prevention month so we said you know 300 that was a good number to start out with and um but that's something we've never 
been able to accomplish before. So we were just kind of like, okay, let's go with it. We had five or six trainings, in-person trainings scheduled for, you know, churches or, you know, again, daycares, stuff like that. And so March, mid-March, what March 12th hit us, and um, I didn't know what we would do. I was just so, I felt so defeated, you know, so we thought, just kind of thought to myself, if I can get 20 adults trained for the month of April, I don't know how, you know, I'll get on some Zoom meetings or whatever I can do, but um, thankfully, you know, Darkness to Light, they have offered the Flip the Switch campaign. And um, I can, anyone is, any adult, you know, should should take this definitely. But I can, I was going to say if I need to, I can, it's d2l.org slash flip the switch. Um, and I can, I'm you trying can to think of You can probably just gar- uh, you, gargle. <laughs> you can gargle it. You can Google, Google it. Yeah. Um, but make sure that you, you do, um, when you're checking out, you use the code flip the switch. No spaces in between. Flip and that's the a free, mm-hmm, that gives free. you the opportunity mm-hmm. to do this training online mm-hmm. for free. Definitely. In the comfort of your home, in your yeah. Stretchy pants, mm-hmm. whatever. And it's two 45-minute video clips, so it's not a lot of time out of your day to protect and to be aware, not only for your own children, your grandchildren, children you serve in your church or that come into your business, and it's it's a good it's a good use of your time. Definitely. Absolutely. And so that, that number idea of, you know, from 300 down to, well, maybe we can get 20, uh, April itself for Carol Harrelson in her county was 448. That's incredible. And so, and then May was 132 that received the online training. So we were, you know, thrilled with those numbers. Yes, definitely. The more, you know, anything to help the children, any kind of more prevention for adults that, <clears throat> excuse me, just, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I will I just feel so much better about the children who are truly suffering at home, you know, for all adults to receive this training. It's extremely important. I will also say to the numbers in our county, um, a lot of schools, um, yes. Michelle Morgan, a lot of people in our community took the opportunity when their businesses are closed to encourage their staff and their team to do this online training. Uh, in the state of Georgia in April, there was 1,500 people trained online, and almost 500 of them came from Carroll County. That's awesome. So, that like, incredible. that's a huge accomplishment and a huge testimony to our county mm-hmm. and how much this is an important part of it. Am I mistaken when I say that Georgia, I mean, that Carroll County is the number one county in the state of Georgia for trained adults, like percentage of trained adults? Am I off? It's the largest. We Um, are the largest. So there is only four four. counties in the state of Georgia. So Darkness to Light set out a goal in Georgia and who has to train 5% of the adult population in every county. Carroll and again, led by Emily Cole and Jill Hester Lee and their efforts in this county, um, Carroll County easily hit that. And so then the next goal was 10%. And so um, we hit the 10%. It was early last year. And so we were not necessarily the first, but we are the largest population-wise to hit that 10% in the state. So That's awesome. Yeah. That is a really accomplished thing. And Harrelson and Hurd both have hit that 5% mark, correct? <laughs> they have, yes. And Harrelson, we're, we're working on reaching that 10% goal. And both being significantly smaller counties as far as population right, goes. It's a, so it's, I mean, not that Harrelson and Hurd have not, I mean, there's a lot of adults and we're very 
proud of the accomplishment in both those of are definitely too. achievable goals though and if you're listening you can do this training for free at home and it can protect your children when you think about one in ten children so think about how many kids you know mm-hmm. if you can prevent one of them from having to go through this it, it's worth 45 minutes of your time or an hour and a half of your time I mean there's right. kind of eliminates all the excuses for not doing it right it really does and it, it's also like it's one in ten kids but it's also the statistic of 90 percent of people know the abuser and trust the abuser so and it's not like you want to look at your family and suspect everyone in them but it's you will after you do this training you (laughs) will will. you You will yeah you're gonna be real hesitant you're gonna look at everyone who walk past in the grocery store and be like don't touch my child Mm -hmm. like you're gonna like your guard is up but i will say you're just more aware of even putting yourself in those situations where you're one-on-one alone with a child not that any of us would do anything but like at the center anywhere that a camera like one of our in-house cameras cannot record see there is a clear door so at all times nobody is i mean in our interview rooms people are one-on-one with a child but we that's video and audio recorded the entire time so we never want to put ourselves in situation where there could be any question. Um, And so as business owners, as churches, community members, I think it's super important that adapting a code of conduct and those type of policies to help protect. And, you know, not only recognizing the signs and knowing how to help prevent, but I think, you know, the videos, the videos, honestly, going through the Start and Slot training, it is uncomfortable. It challenges you. It's emotional. It's, it, I mean, just quite frankly, it's disgusting at times. Mm-hmm. You kind of want to vomit, but it also gives glimmers of hope. I mean, it, it's featuring real life stories and these people have gone on to survive and thrive despite the abuse. And so, but it gives you pause. It does make you stop and think, what would I do? And look at your life and look at the life, the situations that your children are in and the children you know. And it, it does make you think like, well, what, what would I do? What? As a mom, what would I do if I suspected this? And it also, you you learn and they talk about um, how, and as a doctor, I do this too, mm-hmm. teaching your children the proper names. Yeah, Penis and vagina are not bad words. I have a button that says that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 so, so being comfortable using those anatomical terms and talking mm-hmm. frankly with your children about it, about mm-hmm. what their, you know, that their bodies are special and important and nobody should touch them or mm-hmm. show you theirs or you know just thinking about how you talk to your children about that kind of thing and what's appropriate and what's not appropriate mm-hmm. because if they don't know that and you haven't taught them that that makes a perfect candidate for some perpetrator to victimize mm-hmm. a child mm-hmm. even um you know my little boy he's four and he knows the word I mean he knows penis that's what yeah. it is you know instead of a wee wee or whatever whatever right. else you want to call right. it and, but sometimes you know him being a little silly boy just want to be silly all the time he'll go around saying penis 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 but he knows <laughs> he knows what it is right. he knows the yeah. correct term for yeah. it so yeah i think that's extremely important for the children my husband fell out when i started teaching my boys <laughs> <laughs> you did not teach them yes yes absolutely go <laughs> watch these videos now you'll understand yeah. <laughs> and the number of children like that have sat in front of me for an interview that I've been watching the interview and what they've said to my interviewer like when she's asking well what is this body part I mean there is a 
wide gamut of things that people call it. And so if a child is trying to disclose and trying to share, if they're not using the right terminology, a mandated reporter may be like, okay, well, whatever. Like, I think they give the example in the darkness to light mm-hmm. video mm-hmm. of yeah. calling her vagina a cookie. And so it's... So that she tells the teacher, my daddy ate my cookie last yes. night. Right. And, and the teacher's like, oh, okay, let's go to story time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this child is trying to share and to get it off her chest. And so there's, I mean, there's varieties of ways. I mean... Obviously, not everybody calls it a cookie. So uh, there's ways that, you know, in the law enforcement investigation and our forensic interviewers, they can explore that. But I think it is very important. I mean, we don't rename our elbow or our knee. So penis and vagina are the same. And also, I feel like you're empowering your children to say no Mm -hmm. or to say that's not appropriate or to, you know, you're taking away that victim card Mm -hmm. from them. Like, "Mm, you, you know, you know. You know what these body parts are. You know what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. We've talked about this, and you know that if anybody crosses these lines, you tell me. You right tell away. me right away, no matter what. You know, and you're creating that open, honest dialogue with your children, which is critical. Not just for this, for anything right. in mm-hmm. life. You know, mm-hmm. for all the things that children mm-hmm. are going to face in life. Um, but just making sure that that is an open, honest line of communication between you and your children. Mm-hmm. So important. Another thing the video will talk about is making sure that your kids know not to keep secrets. So a lot of ways perpetrators, they will say, don't tell anyone or I'll do this. Or if you tell your mom, like you'll get taken away. Perpetrators will use a variety of things. But the big thing is they encourage them to keep secrets and to not tell anyone. So in talking with your children, like surprises happen like if you're planning a birthday party like it's a surprise because eventually someone's gonna find out but not keeping secrets like and keeping that open line of communication with your kids is critical absolutely mm-hmm. how can people help support I say we've talked about how to educate yourself darkness lights like a national organization the Carroll County Child Advocacy Center uses the darkness light training to to do the collaboration education prevention mm-hmm. initiatives so getting the darkness light training we've covered that how can people help support the carroll county child advocacy center which has a beautiful new home we by do. the way we do we love it and um, we have i was just telling allison when we kind of got here i'm like i miss there's elements we were up just off the square and there's elements of i miss being downtown Carrollton, but we have twice as much space and we're down behind where Hibachi Express is. Um, They're in the process process. of rebuilding. So we're down Corporate Drive right back there. And so it's been a much, it's private. So when families come, like they're there, like they're the only ones there. We have two sides. So if we have families that are overlapping or other things going on in the building, we they have their privacy it's been a labor of love we moved in last week of june 2019 so we're still working on some final things and getting settled but we love it that's true for any new home it takes a while it takes a minute it takes a while (laughs) um i know the child advocacy child advocacy center does some fundraisers throughout the year you can Mm -hmm. partner and donate regularly if you'd like to yes so we are 
always taking donations of individually packaged snacks and small bottles of water and stuff. Um, A lot of the families that come and see us, sometimes they're there for a hot minute. And so having snacks and things for the kids are important. We do two, well, we do, uh, yeah, we do two fundraisers really a year. The last Thursday of every February, we do Roll for Advocacy. And so it's a ladies bunko night. So it's a good time. Last year, I think, I mean, I had a lot of fun last year. We were at a new venue again. (laughs) Um, Hopefully we'll be at the university again this next year. And then every fall, Scott and Tina Broom with the barn store hold a, like a gun raffle. And so, and all proceeds go to the center. So, and then you can donate on our website. You can donate through Facebook. Facebook doesn't charge any additional like credit card fees or processing fees when donating through Facebook. So that's always a bonus. Awesome. Well, you do, you, you ladies are doing a tremendous job with the Child Advocacy Center. We're so thankful for the work you do in our community. What is the website? It is cc-cac. Dot org, so Carroll County Child, Child Advocacy, Advocacy Center. Dot so. org. Awesome. Thank you guys for coming on today. Thank you. I know this is an important us. topic for all us mamas out there, so um, educate yourself, protect your kids, and until next time, y'all stay healthy. Bye.